Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Heart to Heart Ministries. Bernadette Jones here. I know I missed last week in a conference um, in Alexandria last week and things just got crazy. And then having technology issues, so I apologize for not posting last week. Um, but I am back this week and happy to be with you guys. And I really want to talk about um, your identity today, like who you are in Christ. Because I know sometimes people will say, well, I'm just um, a sinner saved by grace. And that's not true. Because the reason it's not true is because the Bible says that you are a new creation. It says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. Um, so you can't be who you were was a sinner and you can't be a sinner and a new creation at the same time. That, that doesn't work. And then even on the cross, um, Jesus became sin. Like he took our sin on the cross. So why would we take back what he took and died for so that we could be redeemed and we could be um, righteous and we can be right standing? And your identity is healed. Your identity is blessed. Your identity is, is prosperous. That's, he died. So you can be that. And although that's, your identity is victorious. And yes, you can be victorious and be living a defeated life. And let me explain this to you. So we know identity theft is huge. It's a big issue just in the natural world in regards to if someone can steal your identity they can get a hold of your stuff you know they can ruin your credit they can you know they pretty much have access to everything you have they can have access to your accounts I mean pretty much just anything you own they can have access to well this is where identity is important in the spiritual realm because if Satan can get us to not acknowledge who we are then he can take our stuff. So in regards to healing, because you are healed. Like when you became a believer, you 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 were healed. Um, and we can walk in that manifestation of that. At the same time, what Satan will try to do, he will try to bring you sickness. And with your mouth, if you say, I am sick, you have now taken that package of sickness and made that who you are because you said, I am. As opposed to saying, I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. Or I was healed. Because it says you were healed by his stripes. You were healed. So past tense has already been done. So you can walk in in healing and health. So what do you do when a sickness comes? Because Satan's going to try and bring it to you. He's just, that's just what he does. He's going to try and try and try and try. And so you don't take that as your identity. Um, one thing my my pastor's wife taught me is you can say I'm not feeling well but don't take on the identity of I am sick because now you've officially taken that on or even with you know finances I am broke the word says you're blessed to be a blessing and if you're a tither and a giver you know Malachi 3 10 says you know oh he will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing so big that you will not have room to get to contain it but you have to be a tither and a giver because that uh, malachi 3 10 starts with our malachi you know in chapter 3 um in there it talks about 
shall a man rob God? And he says, you know, you have robbed me through your tithes and your offerings, meaning you're not giving. Um, because that 10% is something that, that he commands, not for our benefit, not for his benefit, but for ours. Because it says, he says, if we do that, he'll open up the windows of heaven. So, you know, if you want to walk in the blessing, because you are blessed and you cannot walk in the blessing. Um, but if you would like to walk in the blessing because you are blessed, tithing and giving is part of that. But that's your identity. So no matter what the circumstances say, no matter what the bank account looks like, I'm blessed. I'm abundantly supplied for. My God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory. I have more than enough. You know, you confess the word. Because our world is formed with words. God created the world with words. So we know our words are important because he says life and death are in the power of the tongue. He raised the dead with words. He said, Lazarus, come forth. Those were words. He didn't just do something. He spoke something. So if we want to change a situation, we have to put the word on it. And Satan's not just going to easily let it go. So when you don't see it turn around immediately, that doesn't mean you stop saying what the word says. You still say what the word says. I don't care what people say about you. You say what the word says about you. You are a new creation in Christ. When people want to bring up your your past, you know, tell them, you know, it, I don't, they don't know me. They don't know who I am because who I was back then is not who I am today. Because you're a new creature. You're a new creation. You have taken on the character of, of God. You have taken on the nature of God. Because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You have taken on the, you know, you are now a child of the Most High. You are a joint heir with Jesus Christ. You are seated in heavenly, heavenly places far above all principality and power. You have been given dominion over the devil. And that's another thing. The devil is defeated. So why are you letting him defeat you? Your identity is victory, victorious. And you're letting a defeated devil defeat you. You have authority over him and you're letting him defeat you and tell you who you are because anything that's negative or contrary to the word, you know that's not of God. That's of the devil. And I don't care who's saying it. If they're not speaking life into you, they're on, that includes yourself. That's not just outside people. That includes yourself because to say, and people will think, oh, well, it's, it's pride to say that you're righteous. It is not pride to agree with what your heavenly father says about you. It is actually pride to say the opposite of what your heavenly father says about you. So, yeah, think about that. To say the opposite of what God says about you is actually walking in pride. And we know what happens because we, you know, we hear it all the time. Pride comes before fall. So, you know, examine that. Think about what am I saying about myself? I posted a, um, a video on Instagram just recently, um, just highlighting the importance of, you know, how you talk to yourself matters. You know, say what God says. And I posted, you know, different, different confessions um, or, you know, and, you know, a confession is nothing, but you're just saying stuff it's not we hear confession and we think of a like confessing our sins and you know which you know yes that's also you know 
a confession. But when you're confessing the word, you're just saying what God says. And you're saying what God says about you. So I wrote um, some statements on a card and even cited the scriptures on that. So if you would like to check that out, you can go to our Instagram um, our Instagram page. Um, just look for Heart to Heart Ministries and um, you'll, you'll see that video. But um, yeah, we have to start saying who we are. Start saying, what does the word say about me? And not let Satan take our stuff. You wouldn't let somebody walk up into your house and take your stuff. You wouldn't just let Satan walk, rear his ugly head up in your house and take your stuff, take your blessing, take your healing, take your prosperity. I mean, you're blessed to be a blessing. That's how God created you. He created you to be a blessing to other people. Not just for you, to be a blessing to other people, to show his goodness. So we want to make sure, you know, we're seeing what God says about us. Go through the word, find those scriptures, be like, you know what, what does God say about me? Like I said, you can check out that video we did, I did on, um, on Instagram. You know where God says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are victorious. So even saying that, I am victorious. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's don't go by your feelings. Faith and feelings don't mix. <clears throat> when you're in faith, your feelings don't matter. And you can actually use your words and your mouth and your faith to get your feelings in line and get your feelings in check. Because we know our feelings don't influence our faith. And our faith doesn't follow our feelings. So I don't care if you don't feel righteous. You confess, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. And Satan will try to use your feelings to get you to be like, oh, well, but look at what you did. Look at what you used to do. He'll try to bring up your past. But you tell him, I'm not that person anymore. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. I have been redeemed from sin. I've been redeemed from sickness. I am redeemed from my past. God has forgiven me for that. And he remembers it no more. And I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus, and I command you to leave. And don't let any thought enter your mind. Because, you know, Paul says we have to take every thought captive, making it obedient unto Christ. And you, you don't even entertain, because he'll bring those thoughts. And we don't entertain that. Mm -mm, you just rebuke that thought. And you let the devil know, mm -mm, no, I'm redeemed. I, I made the righteousness of God in Christ. And look these scriptures up and say them. And fight back, because, I mean, he's a bully. He's going to say stuff, but you don't ever let him have the last word. You have the last word. And just like, you know, when Satan tried to tempt Jesus, Jesus came back with, it is written. And yes, you will see where Satan used part of a scripture for his own purpose to try to get Jesus to do something. And Jesus said, mm -mm, it is written. It is written. It is written. So, you know, you have to say with confidence, nah, this is what the word says about me. And have the scripture, you know, to stand on. Don't just make it an opinion or this is what my pastor said or this is what so-and-so said. You have that confidence to know that you know the word. You know your father. You know how much he loves you. And he loves you. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Scripture says that too. Um, and he loves you so much. I mean, he, he sent his son. God loves you so much. He sent Jesus to die on the cross for you. 
just so you can have a relationship with him. You, if you were the only person on the planet, he would do it to have a relationship with you. So I really just wanted to come on and encourage you guys um, with that. Just don't, don't ever forget who you are, who you are and whose you are. Because God loves you so much. He loves you more than you can imagine. He knows you by name. He knows everything about you. He calls everything about you. And we have to confess who. I don't know if y'all can hear that wind. It's real, ooh, it's real bad out there. Um, but um, we have to confess that. And just say, you know what? This is what my father says about me. Like I said, that's not pride. That's not arrogance. It wouldn't be arrogance for your child to be like, this is what my mama said about me. My mama said I'm smart. That's not arrogant. That child's mother told them that. So it's not arrogant for you to say, my heavenly father says I am righteous, which just means I'm in right standing with him. My heavenly father says I'm blessed. My heavenly father says I am prosperous. I'm above only, not beneath. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm abundantly supplied for so that I can give unto every good work. That's what he says about me. Because I'm a tither and I'm a giver. And I give. So it will be coming back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You know, I said, despite the circumstances, I don't care what the bank account looks like. I don't care what the economy looks like. God is your source. God is your source. And he can get money to you. He knows where you live. He can get money to you. But we got to make sure we're staying in faith and we're not letting go of who we are. We want to make sure we're holding on to our, identity, to our identity and we're not letting the devil, the devil steal it and we're not giving it to him. We definitely don't want to do that. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Because I just wanted to remind you that of just hold on to who you are and, you know, whose you are and just... Just tell yourself that, you know, every day. This is who I am. So, I would encourage you guys, if you have not gone and watched our Connect Women's Conference, you can find that on our YouTube channel. Just go to Heart to Heart Ministries, um, look that up, and you will see, just look for our logo. And you'll see that, man, we had some great words by some, you know, women of faith. And also, we recently did, if you have not checked out the bonus episode that we did of an interview with gospel recording artist, Mary Murphy. So make sure you check that out. Check out her album. It's great. It will bless you. It's got, like, the truth of the word in it. So it's it'll bless you um, immensely. And it's not like that slow, slow music. It's that stuff you can turn all the way up and just blast in your car and just dance and have a great time too so make sure you guys check those out on our youtube um channel for the conference and also for the interview you can watch it on youtube or listen to it here on our podcast and we will see you guys next time